All right, welcome to uh, the American Nightmare Podcast, episode 35. Uh, we're, rec- we're recording this uh, f- on Thursday, February 25th, 2021. All right, so uh, first of all, I'm going to take a moment. We were having a discussion about the downloads recently, and I want to welcome any new listeners out there. Uh, listening to us, I hope you're enjoying our podcast, and uh, we're going to make plenty more. We're doing this as a hobby, so it's not really professional, but I hope you Yeah, we it. don't believe in professional. We're very unprofessional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so let's do a little bit of horror news and get kicked off here. Um, out of nowhere yesterday, a trailer dropped for the new Zack Snyder horror movie, movie Army of the Dead. What? Uh, yes. Yes. I didn't uh, see it. Zack Snyder, who made uh, the the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead just a few years ago, right? Um, dropping Netflix May 21st is Army of the Dead. Wait. This follows a, a, the summary on the Z- Netflix website says that this follows a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. A group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted in Las Vegas. Oh, a heist movie, so too, it's, huh? It's a heist horror movie with zombies. And let nice. me just say, the trailer looked amazing. Not only that, the number of zombies in that trailer, holy shit, bro. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. Las Vegas. Uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know uh, if you guys have heard about uh, CBS All Access. It's switching over to a thing called uh, Paramount Plus. Uh, and in that process, a bunch of shows are getting dropped. And unfortunately, one of them is Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot. CBS All Access has canceled and scrapped their plans for season two as it moves over to I didn't see any of the first Paramount season. Plus. You know, I didn't either. Did you catch any, Sal? I did only because I got the seven-day uh, demo of CBS All Access because I went and quickly bin-watched The Stand, which, by the way, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and while I was there, I did happen to glimpse a couple episodes of The Twilight Zone. It wasn't awesome, but it was pretty good. I think he did a great job. Did uh, you? you know, it's, it is what it is. But, you know, I think we've reached the total saturation of streaming services now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, I just, uh, I just downloaded Epics this week, which was something before it was Epics. I forget what it was called. But it was the only place you could watch St. Maud, and I really wanted to watch that movie. So you get it free for a week. So I watched the movie, and then I canceled my subscription to Epics because I didn't really want it other than to watch that movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say this is that I'm upset because of the fact that, you know, I, I worked so hard to cut the cord, get rid of the <laughs> cable company, so I couldn't yeah. pay $300 a month for my cable. And here I am again, almost paying 200 plus dollars a month for all the all the damn streaming services. service yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well. and, and and even those have like tons of content on them i'll probably never watch exactly i, I think that i think with that in mind they're an overpriced service all the streaming services are overpriced except for who yeah 5.99 a month they should all be 5.99 a month there shouldn't be a single one over five how much is it if you bundle in disney and espn that's that's more money though right yeah it i think is. it's 8.99 i think right yeah, you can get all three for eight ninety nine a month. Yeah. Really? Yeah. For now, they'll probably start bumping that up too. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 is going to head to Paramount Plus 45 days after opening in theaters. Now, we know that that's been pushed back a bunch of times, but now Paramount Plus becoming the new CBS slash Paramount streaming service. Everything's merging into one, and they're going to do something very similar to what a lot of other streaming services are due. The only one that's really impressed me is HBO with the fact that they're doing simultaneous releases, and I like that idea. Disney so far has done pay $30 extra. I I don't like that idea. I don't like it. I like like HBO Max. HBO, they changed their standard format now, though. They used to show a premiere movie Saturday night. They don't do it anymore. Really? Yep. No, uh, there's been one the last couple Friday nights. Yeah, Friday. Friday? No, the Saturday night ones they used to do. Uh, Yeah. Well, they're doing Fridays now because are they premiering on Friday? You're saying, yeah, yeah. The last two they premiered on Friday. What was uh, the one I just watched with Jared Leto and uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, that was um, not on uh, HBO Max. Not on the HBO Max. The standard HBO. Oh, well, that's probably why they have cable. It's it's probably why they did away with the standard one because they're doing this. uh, Yep. They're releasing them now on Friday nights. Yeah, that was a decent one, the one with Jared Leto and um Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Washington. It was a good uh, kind of thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Um also as part of Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus is in the news this week because they had a big press conference earlier this week. So Paramount Plus has also announced that they're releasing a pet cemetery movie brand new to the service that is an origin story of the pet cemetery. Oh. That There's might be uh Redeeming. Yeah, there's no further details on it, and I'm not sure whether or not Stephen King is going to be involved, but I do know that the writer for the second Pet Cemetery movie uh, is taking care of this one. Ah, yeah, I like the second one. It was yeah. different, but it was like kind of campy. Yeah. Um, Stephen King, The Jaunt, is being adapted to TV. The Jaunt was a short story that it premiered in... Uh, the Twilight Zone magazine back in the day, and then appeared in his uh, compilation compilation book, uh, Skeleton Crew. Uh, the story takes place in a future uh, where humans have developed a form of instantaneous teleportation called the jaunt. A uh, man and his family are transferring to a new position on Mars. They prepare to be jaunted, and the dad tells a story to the kids about the discovery of the history of teleportation. And when he finishes his story, the family ingests sleeping gas and then jaunt to Mars, and all terror ensues. Interesting. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with that story, but it sounds like a good premise. At the moment, yeah. it has not been uh, announced as to what streaming service this will be on or what television service it will be on, but it is being adapted into a screenplay, so we'll see what happens as it moves forward. Um, Disney Plus, now that Disney, Marvel, and everything are part of a streaming service with television, especially Marvel... Uh, they have a lot of conversations uh, and, and those uh, media events for television. Kevin Feige had to appear earlier this week at a media event for television streaming services where he announced that the MCU reboot uh, of Blade starring Mahershala Ali is going to be PG-13. Aww. It's unfortunate, but he did say we are Disney. Disney is PG-13, with the exception of Deadpool, because Deadpool was already established as rated R and will remain rated R. That's all right, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Blade doesn't necessarily have to be rated R, but... Well, it's vampires. You know what I mean? Get lots of blood. Well, with vampires, you know, you don't have to show blood. It could be you just stab them and they turn into dust like they do in a lot of uh, movies. True, true. 
Todd McFarlane has been constantly talking about this Spawn movie that is never going to come out, apparently, but he could not find a director and is therefore directing it himself. Recent news says that he has plans and teases a Spawn cinematic universe. Uh, On an interview with Variety Magazine, I'm sorry, with uh, Bleeding Cool News, uh, he reveals that he's thinking about creating a Spawn cinematic universe. What I want is him to just get the fucking first movie done. <laughs> um, I've been dying for a reboot. I know that it's going to be starring... Um, uh, what the heck's his name? Damn it, now I get a brain fart. He couldn't, he couldn't find a director, huh? I wasn't crazy about that. Yeah, so now he's directing it himself. And I'm I sure Glenn Danzig would have done it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, in other news, which I don't have a story linked here, but I want to mention it. I did see an interview with Eli Roth. He's helping Danzig. He's actually appearing in the film, and he's also. I saw the I saw the uh, trailer for it. Yeah. And I saw and I saw Eli Roth, and there was a few other cameos. Yeah, the there's way. a couple horror movie uh, bigwigs that are helping yep. Glenn yeah, Danzig like, put the new movie together. It's got to be better than the last one. Yeah, but it still didn't look. <laughs> it didn't look. Great. It didn't look. Great. Listen, I don't know if maybe they're just you know it's early in production. But Glenn Danzig scene with his mouth covered in blood as a cowboy was kind of fucking weird. But, yeah. But yeah, the, the trailer is out and about. I think there's two trailers now. Uh, definitely worth a look. Uh, no, but like I said, I was, I was sort of shocked when I saw the trailer. I'm like, that's Eli. Is that he like, like did a double take? Not only Eli Roth, but who was it? There was another. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, there was two, of, two or three other. Yeah, th- that are that are uh, horror movie uh People have been all along. I think Bill Mosley is in it too. I was just gonna say yes. Bill Mosley. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of horror, you know, pe- people that are are kind of the senior class of horror movies, including B horror movies, are in this film. So it looks like maybe it'll be better than the first one. We'll see. Well, acting for sure. I mean, if Mosley's oh, in, yeah, come on. Even even uh, Eli Roth is a way better actor than uh, yes. some of the people that were in that last one. No, he does good in his movies. Yeah. Um. More news here. We have a Variety magazine had an interview with Will Arnett, and he teased, uh, along with the writers of Deadpool, that they're working on a Twisted Metal video game adaptation for TV. Huh. That yeah. was a good game. I like that game. I love Twisted Metal on the PlayStation 2. Man, I played that game. That, like uh, that clown in his ice cream, uh, oh, his ice cream yeah. truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget yeah. what that guy's Sweet name tooth. was. But I, Sweet Tooth. Yeah, I always took that dude. Yeah. <laughs> so basically here's the quick summary in Variety magazine they're saying that a motormouth outsider who's offered a chance for a better life but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland with the help of a trigger-happy car thief he'll face savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers on the open road including a deranged clown who drives an all too familiar ice cream truck whom fans of the game will know as Sweet Tooth uh, rumor has it that Will Arnett will be playing the voice of Sweet Tooth, and the series is based on the original uh, take of the story by the directors of Zombieland, Deadpool, Rhett Reese, and Paul Wernick. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, they are writing the screenplay for this. Uh, Michael Jonathan Smith, who recently worked on Cobra Kai Writers, is also going to be part of writing this. Uh, they're going to r- exclusively write and produce the series, um, along with Mark Foreman, Peter... Peter Par- Parcipio uh, of Artists First. Uh, so I'm kind of uh, 
excited for it because I really like the video game, and I, w- I can only imagine that they could probably do a pretty decent <laughs> adaptation here. So yeah, I would think. Um, this is going to be produced by Will Arnett's company. He has a production company called Electric Avenue. So we will see what happens. It's a good song. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I have for news. Do you guys got anything? Uh, I actually, um, just a couple things I've been watching. Uh, I'm, all, I'm almost all caught up on The Servant. I have like two episodes to go yet, and I'm all caught up. Great series, man. I can't believe it, yeah. it took, took so long to watch it. Yeah. I got my, my daughters into it, and a, a friend of mine who listens to the show, I, he just started watching it, too. And he's like, I thought I had it all figured out in the second episode. I'm like, dude, don't even bother <laughs> trying to figure it out. Yeah, d- don't even bother. Dude, th- the first <laughs> Willy season, Wonderland is out, I guess, now, too. Oh, Willy's. I watched it last I watched it. Oh, last did night. you? Yeah, yeah. Was it good? Did you like it? It's a B movie. Uh, well, it was, the trailer didn't look good. It was I, worth the trailer watching. I think it was worth Yeah. What, it was worth what watching. service is that on? It was on, uh, I think you can get it on Amazon Prime. You just got to rent it. Yeah, you have to rent it. I paid, uh, what was it, five ninety nine like, or three ninety nine? Yeah, it wasn't that, like that much. I wanted to watch it because I'm like, I I, I just love when he's in horror. They have movies. the t-shirts. I was going to get a t-shirt, too. They have the t-shirts out. All right. Uh, now, let's so talk. I finished uh, yeah, go ahead. Visage, by the way. How was it? It was it was wonderful. Like I said, and, and like when I said it was hard, like once you start playing the game, it gets a little easier because you sort of know right where, where they're coming from, and like because like, there's some silly things, and you really got to like hunt for things, and but you sort of get a feel for you know for a better idea of where they're coming from and how to play the game. You know what I mean? So it yeah. got a little easier. Awesome. But yeah. I highly recommend it, and I uh, downloaded Little Nightmares too. I haven't started that yet, but. The first one was really good, Little Nightmares, but it was it was a short game, and they said this one's a lot, a lot, a lot longer. So cool, I don't know man. if you guys ever played uh, Little Nightmares. No, I haven't. I haven't. Really cool game. That's all I have. Uh, the other the other thing I, uh, I'm still watching is Thirty Coins, which is also a, a great. Yeah, I started, uh, started watching that. I, I got hooked. And I'm not even uh, like I'm not even bothered by the uh, by the subtitles anymore. You know, no. Just, I'm only on like the third or fourth. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm it's like pretty. It's pretty good. It's a, it's a good concept. Because it too. is. It's like an hour and five hour and ten minute. So I, I I don't have the time to sit down and watch it that often. But you know, after our last discussion, our last top five or top five list, I got to ask you guys: <laughs> Have either of you tried to take a look at? I'm thinking of ending things. No, no, I forgot. You know, it's funny because I. Uh, oh, it's I in my. It's it's queued in my list. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I it, it's in my queue too, but I have so many other things that I'm watching right now that I gotta like make some room. Did you watch it, Sal? Oh yeah, that's why it was on my it was on my top five list last time, and you guys were like, "Oh, we didn't watch that." I'm oh, just wondering okay. if you did because yeah. it was one of those movies that's kind of like, "What the?" Well, I think you mentioned the servant numerous times too before I finally got around to watching it. Yeah. So, are you you're on season two, caught up? Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have like one more episode, and I think we're all caught up because I think they released them on they Friday. They do it right? once a week. Yeah, I forget we're we're like on the third or fourth in the second season. There's only six or seven, I think, in yeah, the second season. The episode right? we just watched was the one with the the, the king cake. Oh, the, okay. The, the I didn't baby. see that one. I saw what I see pizza. The the pizza. I think that was the last one. Oh, but they that, set up the fake pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, that that lady is a nut. 
dude, yep. it, she's off the fucking rails, bro. In this season, yeah. she is off the rails. And all I keep saying is... She was in It Chapter 2, right? No. No. That's no. a different, different girl. Okay. That's Jessica Chastain who was in okay. It Chapter 2. All, all I keep telling my, myself is like, Someone's got to do something about that woman. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're all trying to like, like placate her, yeah. and you know, like, like, no, stop, stop. This is what got you in this position in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You think they're gonna do a season three, or you think they're gonna end it on season two? Don't know. Yeah, okay. it's kind of hard to tell because. Yeah. yeah, you don't know where it's going. Yeah, you're right. It's like it could, it could end, I guess. But. All right, let's have our top five. Okay, so the top five uh, this month is the top five horror movies that shocked us the first time we watch them. Yeah. Um, actually, my daughter came up with this idea as a list because I was brainstorming ideas for what to do because we're running kind of low. It's a great yeah. idea because I, I came up with a great list. I feel good about this one. Uh, yeah. This month... I had a hard time putting them in order because... Yeah, same here. Yeah, like, yeah. nothing jumped out, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, had, I have a good list, I think. This month, it is Chris Sal Craig. Let me just... I, I couldn't find my notebook the past two days, and I just found it, and I want to have everything on sticky notes. I want to put it in my notebook. So go ahead, Chris, you can get started. Okay. Um, I, it's kind of weird. A lot of my... Uh, it just kind of depends on where you're at in your life when you when you watch them and they uh, you know kind of shock you whatever you want to say. But uh, so my uh, my number five is I spit on your grave. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> you know. And I was like, this was one of those ones where like you you know me and my friends like go to the video Dude, store. The first time I saw that. Oh yeah. my god, man! Like. There's some. I mean, besides the brutality of the of the rape scene, Dude, it, the, I was going to say, was it the beginning of the movie or the end of the movie? All it's, of it, all of it. Her yeah, revenge, like the rape scene, was shocking oh, yeah. as hell because yeah. it was graphic. It was really fucking graphic. Yeah, and and I found that 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 takes place in a couple of my movies is is one of the reasons that they uh, <laughs> you know made made the list. Um, number four is Event Horizon. Um, you know, it, it, it's. That that scene where they find the the videotape of what had happened to the previous crew, like that just like when I the first time I saw it, like I I I had nightmares about that, like just that like creepy blood orgy that like took place in that that ship. Yeah. Um. It was it was only one scene really that like freaked me out. That and with Sam Neill gouging his own eyes out and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, number three, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Um. The Another one where it was just that they were psychos just like hurting people for no reason other than they had fun doing it, you know, and, and, and that was just like, and I was older at the time, you know, so I, I had seen a bunch of horror movies and I was just like, man, that I felt like anxious, like yeah. towards the end of that movie. Uh, number two, Last House on the Left. Yes. Um, the, the original, movie. So, the original, right? The other movie, yeah. Like I spit on your grave, right? Yeah, yeah, same thing. Like just the the brutality of the, the 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 rape and that, and then like the revenge and stuff, and and another one that you know. And I think the other thing with some of these is that they're like you know seventies horrors, and the you know the the grainy footage of the seventies horror. Uh, remade um, too. They did a real nice job remaking both of those movies. Yeah, they were the, the remakes were good. I I don't think they yeah. they. Were as good as the originals. No, 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 no. That, yeah. I think again, and, I, and I've had, I've mentioned this before with some remakes. Is they're they're too polished. 
you know, yeah. I, I like the kind of the dirtiness of the of the old ones. Yeah, grindhouse um, kind of feel, right? Yeah. And that, you know, and like, and that's what Zombie did does with his movie. He kind of takes that old like '70s kind of vibe and puts them in his movies. So that's kind of probably why House of a Thousand yeah. Corpses also kind of. And my number one is The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, I watched that as a as a kid, you know, and I was raised religious, and like that, like I was troubled for for a couple of weeks after watching that, you know. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it definitely was disturbing for me. Uh, two honorable mentions, uh, Midsummer, which we all saw together. Yeah. Yep. Um, just some of the stuff that took place in that movie, uh, like from the the old lady and the old man jumping off the rocks and just like you know, yeah, getting smashed. Um, and Antichrist, which, um, that's an all. That's dude, like one of my that top ten horrors. Fucking of the horrible. And I, I guess it's a horror. It, it, you know, I don't, it's a fucking horror when they do that shit. Yeah, like like I watched that, and like it's one of those ones you just, uh, yeah. So that's my uh, that's my top five and two honorable mentions. Nice, cool. All right, very good. Let me get on to mine. My these movies shocked me for various reasons, and I think it'll go along the same line as you. Is when you're younger, seventies, eighties horror movies. Some of them were so. Brutal. Yeah, just brutal as hell. Uh, my number five is Jaws. I, I mean, I, when I first saw that, I literally was afraid to go into the ocean for years after that. Yeah. Years yeah, think, for years. I think we've had that conversation when yeah. we've talked about Jaws. I before. had a pool. And, and you went good. No, I used to clean the pool. Like, but like we go night swimming, and that's it got creepy at night. Oh, yeah. Because you can't see, you know what I mean? The bottom it of the pool. pool. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, right? Still, like, man, this is the ocean. There's no shark kid, living in my pool. As a kid, but I was like freaked out. The psychological terror of Jaws was real, man. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it was. Uh, my number four is I Spit on Your Grave. Again, I remember renting it because, like, at the the cover, I remember the cover of the VHS so very clearly. It was the girl holding a knife. Yeah, sexy. Yeah, it was her clothes sexy, ripped. Right? Like her clothes ripped, and I'm like, oh man, this is like some killer chick knife. or something. Yeah, it turns out her ass cheeks, her ass cheeks were like hanging right. out or something. Right, so the thing shorts. is, it wasn't about a slasher chick. It was about a fucking brutal rape, <laughs> followed, yeah. followed by a chick's revenge. It was so graphic that I just, I was like, this, it seems too real. It was, it was very uncomfortable to to watch that horror movie. Yeah, and, and the scene where like the du- the dudes that were doing it, they they made the the like the, the you know. The slow kid like join in like it, it was yeah. fucked up. It was yeah, a it was, fucked yeah, up that movie. Was, yeah, it was disturbing. Then yeah, I, I'll never forget it. Like that's one of those movies that just is burned into my brain. Uh, my number three, again, this is one that junior high school, renting you know VHS movies, Zombie Holocaust. Did you watch it? Yeah, oh I haven't God. seen that one. I, I I know a lot of people like say how like disturbing that one was, oh but my uh, God, that was. Oh my God, that was bad. Whoa, man. That, that's a list of things to watch. Yeah. Uh, my number two, the original uh, Last House on the Left. You know, a Wes Craven film that was just fantastic. That was his first one, right? Yeah. 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 yeah and what a fucking first one it was, huh? Yeah. Uh, and then my number one, another Wes Craven film, The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, um, that is a good one. The original Hills Have Eyes. Again, so brutal. Fucking also brutal, very man. brutal. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I've got a handful of uh, honorable mentions because I really spent a lot of time, even earlier today, trying to juggle these around. 
reminisce. Uh, yeah, and it's so hard to kind of put all these in there, but um, the, most of these are kind of newer ones. Uh, my first uh, honorable mention is Hereditary. You know, I'll never forget the scene where the girl gets her head taken <laughs> off. I, uh, the three of us literally yelled at the same time <laughs> in the theater. It was like, what the hell? Yeah, but then after that, you're like, what did I just see? And yeah. you just sat there like, digesting yeah. it for the next 10 minutes while you're trying to follow the, and, the and watching the kid stuff. just park his car for a minute and like stare yeah. into nothing because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. then, yeah. then he went to bed oh man uh, and then you hear the mom scream in the morning when and she goes out of the car blood curdling scream yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh another honorable mention is uh, uh as we as we talked about before um green inferno directed by uh um eli roth, eli roth. fantastic yeah. Very gory, very shocking. Sort of in the in the, the likeness of uh, the cannibal uh, yeah. holocaust or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I saw that, and that wasn't. It was supposed to be like one of the most disturbing movies ever. What was it called? It was called Cannibal Holocaust, right? Yeah, it was Cannibal yeah. Holocaust, right? I, don't, I said zombie holocaust. Oh, you said zombie. Okay, so I, you I, meant I meant, you meant can, okay. Yeah, I meant yeah. cannibal. Uh, gotcha. I don't know why I had it written down like that, but that that was one that uh, the cannibal holocaust was one that was. They were trying to tell you that it was real. I don't know if you remember yes. that. Like, yeah, all my friends were like, "This remember is real. <laughs> this is real." Dude, thing. I know. You start watching, it's like some guy in a safari suit, like, and they got the monkey in a cage, right? Yeah. And then yeah, when they yeah. cut the dude's dick off. Oh. Yeah, they're like, "This is." I'm like, "This isn't real." <laughs> like, uh, like so another honorable mention I got: um, The Exorcist. You know, shockingly horrific. And then my last one is: uh, I'm thinking of ending things only because. There wasn't anything overwhelmingly horrific and shocking there, but the end of it, to me, was shocking. Oh, okay. Well, that uh, makes me want to watch it more now. All right. There you go. Cool. Good one. Nice list. All right. Um, my number five, I went with the movie Tusk. <laughs> that was a fucked up one, yeah. That was... Yeah. <laughs> That's, is that Kevin Smith? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it's a good one. He wrote it, he wrote it while I was high. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And and again, it's it, it disturbing in the sense that uh, just what they fucking do to this guy, it's just fucking disturbing. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's yeah. Like I'm not going to spoil it, Chris, because I want you to sort of sort of watch it when you get a chance. So I'm yeah, not cool. gonna, it's I hard. Go it's hard to watch. It's hard to really? watch. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, number four, I went with Hereditary. We just discussed that one. For obvious reasons, with the uh, decapitation scene, it was yep. pretty disturbing. And then when she goes and finds her head laying on the side of the road with all the flies on it. Well, you know what else was disturbing? That uh, that uh, piano. Oh, when she's cutting her head off up there, yeah, it was like, kind of messed up. Oh, yeah. up hanging in the ceiling. Yeah. 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 And then and then he goes downstairs, and all of a sudden you just hear a thump. Yep. So that was another part of the movie that sort of made me add it to the list. Uh, number three, I went with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that was a brutal one. Sort of false, I think, with, uh, like you talked about, the Rob Zombie. I thought the House of the Thousand Corpses sort of reminded me of the Texas Chainsaw Man. You know, a crazy family. I agree. And, yeah, and I what agree. made it hard, you know, disturbing for me was if they said it actually happened or it was based right. off the true events. <clears throat> um, you know, not some brutal exact, scenes in that, too. What's that? There's some really brutal scenes in that too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just like you said, it, it was it, not only the horror, but the, the the mental illness of that. You know, that was disturbing to me too. Yeah, or whacked out. You know. Yeah. 
Uh, number two, I'm with Hostel. Oh yeah, forgot about. Oh my I totally god, forgot about yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about it. Get down, Hostel. <laughs> that was the Achilles yeah. scene. The eight, the, the the most disturbing was the eyeball. You know, as she comes running out. Oh yeah, got her eyeball uh, fucked out. Oh, uh, yeah. That made my eyes hurt. Yep. So that that's why I put it number two. Um, I mean, Hostel Part Two. Had its moments too, but um, I, I think the first one was no. The first again, one, it was more disturbing because it yeah. was the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Number two, you sort of had an idea what's going to happen. Right, so right. Did we go? Did we go see that one together, Craig? We yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. We saw both of them together. I think. Yeah, but the, the first one was really fucking shocking, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the second wasn't the second one where the the lady takes the bath. That was the second one. The bath yeah. of blood. I cut. I think it was wasn't it like written by Quentin Tarantino and directed by uh Eli Roth, by I thought Eli it. Roth. Yeah. Yeah. Eli the second Roth directed it. The first one. Oh. Yeah. Uh and my number one disturbing <laughs> movie is The Human Centipede. Oh, oh yeah. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. It's that disturbing. I won't watch it. <laughs> dude, dude, let me just say, after I watched that movie, the the first Human Centipede movie. I was like, holy shit. But then when they came out with the second one. I know. It was just as bad, dude. I know. I could have won either way. I got I the autograph of the guy from the second one, that crazy dude. Oh, yeah, with the glasses. Yeah, and the, the, the freaking mama's boy. Oh, my God, dude. I got his autograph, and I actually got, uh, for, one of my fr- it was for one of my friends. We used to go to horror conventions all the time. So one of my friends, I had him autograph it for him because he couldn't come. So I'm like, yeah, I want to buy that picture, and then I want you to write this shit on it. And he wrote some fucked up gross shit on it. <laughs> and I gave it I gave it to my friend he's like that's fucked up I go yeah well yeah you know, no but like, like come. both of those I could have won either way but again it was you know the first one you know yeah you yeah. sort of yeah. but no number two was just as just as disturbing yeah. I refuse to watch it so that tells you how disturbing. you have to watch you have to watch no no, no, no you don't no you don't no I don't I, will, I, I don't want to watch that movie <laughs> you you're good enough just watching the South Park parody of it <laughs> yeah. I know what the concept is I don't want to see that yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so that's my land i had a uh, clockwork orange no oh, yeah, that's a good one an honor, honorable mention uh midsummer around the house with a big ceramic penis that's uh... yeah <laughs> well back then it was sort of it was you know meant again mental yeah, illness yeah. It was just like dude you know no empathy or sympathy for anybody yeah yeah and i spit on on your grave was another one i had in honorable mentions Nice. nice. So, so we, uh, we all had some of the, some similarities. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Again, one of those common threads in this uh, podcast is that we all kind of think the same. Yeah. In, in one way or another. Yep. Real quick though, since you both had Hereditary on your list, definitely check out Saint Maud. It's it's definitely got like a, a Hereditary kind. Of, it's an A twenty four movie. Yeah. And it's got it's got a good like. You know, real, real slow burn, and then like the last half hour, you're just like, "What?" It's actually on one of the. It's like number one, like best horror of 2020. I it, think it's good. Um, it, it's really? good. Again, it's it's a real slow burn, kind of like other A24 movies. But the last half hour, just you're, oh man. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. It's about, it's got some religious. It's like about religion, sort of kind of. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. And again, you get epics for for free for a week. Yeah. I did. I just watched that, got it for free for a week, and then canceled it. So nice. 
I have to check it out. All right, gentlemen. Uh, this month's movie review. Crawl. It's a 2019 film uh, by Sam Raimi and his brother and someone else. So three people put this film together. Yep. Uh, we watched it. It is now available at the time of recording this episode. It is available on um, Prime Video. Prime Video. It's part of your Prime package. Yep. Yep. <sighs> so uh, we can't really do like a whole lot of. Well, I mean, because it's. <laughs> well, let's let's start off with a spoiler-free brief summary of the film. I gotta say, I was pleasantly surprised by the movie. You know, I'm not typically. I, I usually just shy away from animal horrors. I do too. And, and that's why I picked it because I was like, you know, I haven't watched any of these in a long time, mm-hmm. you know, I was, but I mean, but it's in the same lines as a piranha movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause we, we talk about piranha and how we like it. And yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I typically it's, it's not my typical, you know, I don't watch creature horrors. Like I just don't get scared or right. So, so real quickly, we'll just say, at, you know, it was released in 2019. It's really kind of a disaster horror film, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Well, yeah. Because yeah. that plays a big part of it, the, right. the hurricane. It was directed by Alexander Aja and written by Michael and Sean Rassaman. It was released by Sam Raimi Productions, which is the production company between him and his brother and someone else there. Uh, and just a quick synopsis of what the website f- says about the... You know, the release website says, uh, when a massive hurricane hits from Florida town, young Haley ignores the evacuation orders and search for her missing father, Dave. After finding him gravely injured in her family home, the two of them become trapped by rapidly encroaching floodwaters. With the storm strengthening, Haley and Dave discover that an even greater threat than the rising water level, a relentless attack from a pack of gigantic alligators. Yeah. They were pretty big. No shit. <laughs> this is one of those things where I have this conversation every now and then with like my family members or people that live on the East Coast. And you go, why'd you have to move to California? Why didn't you move to Florida? I said, you know why? Because Florida is like the cheap, redneck, hotter, stickier, yeah. more humid, filled with alligator snakes and mosquitoes version of California. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And part of that is after watching this film, uh, my daughter's like, no. No, I would never live in Florida. <laughs> no, nope. anywhere near the coast of Florida. No, thank you. Anywhere near the the wetlands of Florida. No, thank you. I'm just not living in Florida. Yeah. So um, the the movie starts out pretty much from the get go. The storm is already yeah. already happening. Yeah. You know, she's got to go check on her father. At first, I thought, you know, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this film. Like, what, even when the trailers came out, I was like, yeah, I'm really not into watching it. I don't think yeah, I really well, that's care. How I was too. But I, yeah. you know, but let's let's review this to see how it goes. So I sat there, almost not paying attention at first. Uh, but once the action started picking up, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, I, that that uh, the one scene where she where she first finds him under you know under the house, like the the you know the the stuff that happened there, like I. Uh, drew me in then yeah like i was, was like a captive moment right there right I was yeah in- instantly captivated now i've yeah. got to watch the rest of this film because I'm, I'm it's it's got me yeah and like i said i was pleasantly surprised i um there's jump scares um there's a lot of claustrophobic kind of yep. drowning the type kills were know? a lot gorier than i thought too oh yeah they there definitely was, were. There was plenty of gore, and I will say that once the action started, you know, once yeah. the intense moment started, 
they just kept coming. Like, and yeah, you, was, you felt that way too. You were at right. the edge of your seat, right? Yeah, You're that like, was the best movie. I felt. The rest like, of the movie was you were with them as they were trying to yeah, escape. Just I, that nonstop. Was it. it was nonstop action. And I'll say, in the in the very beginning, when they were in the basement, the water levels aren't. There's no. There's mud down there, not really water. But as as the storm rages on and you, and the water levels begin to rise, you get this really slow kind of creeping sensation of of dread. Yeah. And, and of the of like anxiety because you know yeah. that time is running out yeah i was getting like claustrophobic like yeah. i was like oh my god man like they gotta get out of there and a couple times there's a scene or two in the in the movie not giving anything away but the father whips out the tape measure looks at his wristwatch while measuring the water going hey at the rate that this shit is rising we got about an hour to get the hell out of this basement uh but like i said non-stop from there and there was one moment where um and i forget where it was where I literally like jumped out of my seat. Uh, there was a jump stair that just made me go, "Wow, what the god damn it!" Uh, was it the one at the convenience store? That was my favorite. Oh, the last guy in the convenience store when he's like trying to figure out what happened to his friends. No, it, it was the cop outside. No, the guy that gets whacked up against the, the convenience store. Like, oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was like, <laughs> no, oh, the cop outside. Yeah, that, yeah. The one, no, you, no, was I the think cop that was outside, a, yeah. one of the crooks trying to take the ATM. I think wasn't it? Yeah, the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one that shocked me was the cops. The cop when the two cops arrived. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one cop outside that was trying to unjam the motor of the boat. Weren't you holding your breath for the little doggy too? Like every time you go by the steps, I'm like, get the fuck away from yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, they better not kill that dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's let's just put a put a pin in it right here and say, okay, now we're gonna talk about a little bit of scary things. Uh, uh, and kind of revealing and spoiling things. So if you haven't watched the movie yet and you don't want to be spoiled as to what goes on, stop here, go watch the movie, and then listen to the rest of our review. So the only complaint I really have about the movie is several of those scenes. Now, if you've ever seen a real-life alligator attack, the one thing they do, especially in water, which they only did one time, and it wasn't very realistic. They drag you under, and they spin to twist you and break your neck. They were throwing that one dude up against the the house. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not like... That's not how alligators attack. Yeah, no, I thought the same thing. They go for the neck, and they spin to break the neck. Even if they get your leg, they will spin and twist and fuck your whole leg up because they they, the goal is to drown you and then thrash you around in the water to kill you. Yeah. That that my other my other issue and and I don't know a whole lot of old homes in Florida, but was the, the I didn't understand the basement. Like it's a crawl space, that's how it is down south. They don't have basements. Yeah, I understand that. Like you, you have to design it in such a way that because of rising water and whatnot, you you want you don't really want anything down there. Well, it's but, ventilation too. Yeah, get the airflow and right. So what happens there is in Florida, if you dig into the ground, it's sand. You hit ocean. That's it. You'll get water. You'll get water. Yeah, you're at sea level. So what they do in older homes like that one was depicting is you do stone rise up with plenty of holes. That's why the the brick was laid out in a fashion that had all those holes. Right, so if the water does come. Well, the holes are there for airflow because with the humidity... You'll get, get mold and shit. Get mold yeah. and rot from underneath. Oh, okay, all right. I thought it was for the water, but that nope, makes sense. Just for Plus, you need a place to put your pipe, like your water pipes and sewer pipes. Right. So, so they, most they do importantly, that it's about airflow because you have you have yep. uh, ground termites down there, and that extra wetness that's constant 
you get mold, you get termites, you get carpenter ants, and it destroys your home. So all right, the well, airflow that makes is sense to try and keep things right. as semi-dry as you can. Unfortunately, in Florida, with the humidity, it doesn't work that well. But it, it, I guess it yep. does keep things a little little drier than they should be. The thing that didn't make sense to me is the the drain pipe that led into the pond. Oh, yeah, it was gigantic. Yeah. Like, who would have that under their fucking house? That's yeah. like asking for a fucking alligator nest. Yep. Yeah. And which it, which it ended up being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or it did have a grate on it, but the grate was broken. Maybe right. Because the right. house was, remember? It still so. very big. Yeah, it, it, it was way too big. Like, I, that part confused me. So yeah. my, my only real complaint was that part confused me because it didn't make sense. Like, I understand the elevated ground and the crawl space. You don't have basements. Even the footers... They only go in so far because it's all sand down there. There's nothing else down there. Um, and then the alligators, because the multiple times now, at first, I thought, wow, this is a pretty good movie because the dad had bite marks in his shoulder, looked kind of real. Uh, and then and he, he said had, he broke his leg. Yeah, he had broken leg and, and, and a bite there. So that, to me, when the, when uh, it rolled. we already know that an alligator's, you know, I guess most people may not know it, but it's something that I remember learning maybe in science class that an alligator's muscles in their jaw are so strong for biting down but not for opening that's why you can right. put just a rope around their mouth and they can't even open their mouth but the bite force is 700 pounds right so if you get like and that's the thing her shoulder was in the alligator's mouth at one point her arm her leg his arm his leg only one time did his leg his arm actually got bit off near the end to me at 700 pounds of pressure that fucker is crushing bone yeah, you're not yeah. swimming after you get bit by an alligator. You're nope. not kicking your legs. She was walking around. She was kicking. No, her legs I know. Yeah. I thought, thinking, yeah, dude, she is limping around, and that piece of meat is just hanging there. Is what should be happening, but obviously, yeah. you know, that's more special effects costs, CGI to make the you know. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. thing is, okay, so I suspend disbelief for that. The rest of the movie was great. The anxiety yeah, I, levels I like were great. The suspense was great. The overall feeling of anxiety as the water pressure, as the water rises. And when she finally gets into the house and her father's drowning literally under the floor yeah, right she's below breaking her. breaking the boards up with the... With, yeah, um, yeah. And, and like the water is up against the boards. As she's ripping them up, water's coming up. And she rescues her father just moments after he is finally, you know, drowned. It was a and great, it's not over there. No, it's no, not over there. It wasn't even nearly <laughs> over there. It was a great movie. It was good. It yeah. was exciting. I think it was it exciting. It was scored good, too. I thought the music went along the, really the well. Mood, the, yeah, the music set the mood perfectly. The writing was great. The interactions between the, the daughter and the father, there were some discussions there that kind of anchored you to the characters. The character development was really good. Yeah. yeah. And there wasn't that many like main characters, so it was, it was kind of, yeah. you know... They only focused on like two, three tops with like one or two like side characters that you didn't really yeah. care about, but you didn't really need to because, well. <laughs> yeah. And in the beginning, they kind of anchor the idea that she's an athletic swimmer. You know, she's an Olympics style swimmer. Apex predator. Apex predator. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Just the relationship between her and her father was something that they developed really well. And I think. I see that dude in a bunch of stuff. I can't remember who, yeah. what I've seen him in. He looked familiar to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it a lot. Like, I was I was happy that I watched it because I otherwise, you know, probably would have never watched that movie just because again I'm yeah. I'm not usually drawn to that kind of movie. Same thing here. Like I said, when I looked at the trailer the first time, I said, "Oh, it looks like it might be good," but then I was like, eh, "Probably not." <laughs>
Yeah, so that gentleman's name is Barry Pepper. And he was in True Grit, Saving Pri- Private Ryan, The Green Mile. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. He was the asshole cop. Yeah, uh, yeah that was that's, it. That's, yep. Yeah. He was yeah. the asshole. Yep. Uh, he was in Maze Runner. He was in yeah. Maze Runner, Bitter Harvest, Monster Trucks, Kill the Messenger, Snitch, True Grit, Casino Jack. Uh, he played some voices in Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. He was in Flags of Our Fathers. Looks like he was in a lot of military stuff. I knew he looked familiar, though. I knew I'd seen him in a bunch of stuff. No, he's been acting for a long time. Enemy of the State back in 1998. He was Private wow. Jackson. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, I I enjoyed the movie, and I'm glad I watched it, because like you said, otherwise I, I don't think that I would have. I don't, I don't, I don't think I was... Uh, it didn't pull my interest. The, the trailer didn't pull my interest enough. Any reviews that I read... Didn't make me go. Oh yeah, I better see that. Um, well, yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny too. My my buddy uh, Sean, who who listens to the the, the show, um, he actually reached out to me this week before I watched it and said, "Hey, if you haven't seen the movie Crawl yet, you should check it out." And I was like, "Funny you say that because uh, <laughs> we're reviewing it, watching it, watching it tomorrow night because we're reviewing it on Thursday for the podcast." So yeah, yeah. So that helped out. I got his endorsement right before I watched it too because I was like, "Oh, sweet! Like I'll be able to." Uh, you know, at least I know that I, one person that I know saw it and liked it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say, you know, from my personal point of view, that I would give this a 4.5. I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Okay, all right. I was going to go 3.5. Um, yeah, that's fine. I was going to do 4, so... Let's go, go with, with a four, 4, then? Yeah. We'll go with a 4. <clears throat> the average? Average it out to 4? Yeah, sounds yep. good to me. So we're going to give this a uh, The American Nightmare Podcast... Four stars out of five, and uh, if you want to see something exciting, exhilarating, and full of anxiety, uh, <laughs> check out uh, Crawl. Yeah, fantastic. Um, oh, I figured I was going to say. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I lost that thought. Um, just a quick note, something to discuss real quick. I don't know if you guys have been watching uh, Wandavision at all. Yes. Um, this is this is kind of a little bit into uh, the MCU's version of horror that's beginning to happen because we're looking at. Um, is it a horror? It's a horror. Well, it hasn't. It's not really a horror, but it's going to tie into the multiverse of madness. X Men or something, right? Yeah. Now, the multiverse of madness, which is the new Sam Raimi directed MCU movie, uh, which now we uh, I've also seen announced that uh, uh, what's his name from Oingo Boingo. Uh, um, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, yes. Danny Elfman yeah. is doing the score for Multiverse of Madness. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. So we know he does all the, all the good movies. Sam I think Raimi he is doing, uh, Sam Raimi's doing uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness, which is, quote-unquote, the first MCU horror movie. Uh, but this WandaVision, as it ends, will bleed into the new Spider-Man movie, which we found out is now called No Way Home. And the... Multiverse of Madness next year after that. So, uh, WandaVision ends next Friday. Oh. It's the final. It's been good. It's It's been been good. Fucking fantastic. Actually, it started off slow. It did. The first two episodes, I was like, well, really? Is this all this is going to be? But then I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And it gets really, really good. And the last episode was jaw dropping. 
Yeah. Is it, it, is it horror? Cool. It's horror? Or, yeah. yeah. Eh, not no, really yet. Not it's really got a yet. sci-fi feel to it, though. Okay. Like, right. We still don't know what's happening. What we do know is that the the story that they used for this is made up of four different comic book stories. The Wanda and Vision series from the late 80s. The House of M storyline from the early 2000s. And they're, and, uh, they're also putting in some other crap in there. But basically, Wanda... The Scarlet Witch. Um, and we don't know who the villain is yet. It could be Mephisto, the devil, or it could be Nightmare, who is another whole shebang. Who right. knows? Uh, but <coughs> either one, it's going to turn into a horror at the end and move into Multiverse of Madness, which is technically a horror. So okay. We'll see how it goes. But if you haven't watched it yet, if you, if you, if you don't have Disney+, Plus or you're not into Marvel stuff... I think this was a great show so far. Uh, yeah, and I think I like the fact that each. I know the first two were kind of like slow, but I like how they like each each decade of television they do. They actually use a set from yeah, like yeah. something you're familiar with. Yep. Yeah. You know, like that. That's great. Like the Brady Bunch for the '70s, the Family and Ties one, and for the '80s, yeah. Malcolm in the Middle for the uh, for the '90s, for the 90s like yeah. Modern yeah. Family, and, and, uh, and they do theme music, which is great because you don't yep. see theme music anymore. Yeah. And then the weird ass commercials in the middle, like, are, are yes. kind of weird. Like, I'm assuming they're sending a message. Yes. The way I see it is those commercials, and no one's really revealed it yet, but I, I see the commercials as like each one of her traumas. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Like, the first one was the Stark toaster oven beeping and blinking. And remember the story she told that her and her brother, Stark missile came into their home and, oh, it, yeah, and yeah, it didn't yeah, yeah. go off until the end when it killed their parents and then the next one was the uh uh what was it the um the strucker watch which was sergeant strucker who's the one that turned her into the the thing she is now her and her brother oh i didn't know that yeah he's the guy from age of ultron that provo- performed uh, performed the uh ah that's right the, okay yeah i remember that now yeah from uh, what was it uh, hydra he's the hydra yeah guy. Hydra. Yeah, and then the third one. What was the third commercial? That was the soap, which I don't know if you ever watch Agents of Shield. Uh, no, there, there I haven't. Was, there was a whole episode about how Hydra was poisoning soap at the stores, uh, uh, and then it made it made um, <laughs> some of the agents of Shields to make their own soap because they were afraid of being poisoned by Hydra. So that's the Hydra soap. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of things that kind of tie into it, but it, if you haven't watched it. It's something worth watching because it's going to lead into the horror genre of uh, of Marvel movies, which we're going to wind up having, you know, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we're going to wind up having uh, Blade. Uh, you know, we're getting into some weird stuff now. We're going to have witches, demons, and vampires in the Marvel Universe now. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So let me quickly wrap this up and just say to everyone, thank you for listening to the American Nightmare podcast. If you have suggestions for future podcasts, general feedback just email us at feedback at the hyphen american hyphen nightmare.com or you can visit our website the hyphen american hyphen nightmare.com or on facebook you can contact us our email addresses at both of those locations you can contact us give us ideas for future episodes movies we should review movies we should watch um top five lists that you think we should do we're definitely running out of that shit um (laughs) I think I think uh, next month is my turn. Oh, crap. All right. Uh, so, yeah, send us that stuff whenever you can. Uh, we're interested in hearing from you. Uh, and I hope you enjoy, and I hope you'll listen again. 
Thanks for listening. Thank you.